Hello everyone, this is Christoph Kemper of Link Research Tools, creator of Link Detox, and this is my link building and SEO podcast. And I have a wonderful guest here that you may know from her appearances all over the web. She creates trends on Facebook, on social, runs a virtual conference. Her name is Alexandra Tachalova. Uh, I hope I pronounced that right. Yeah, that's right. No worries. Alex, who are you? What's your background for those listeners that haven't heard of you before? Uh, so, first of all, thank you very much for having me today. I um, really appreciate this and I'm delighted uh, to be here. And so, basically, I'm a digital marketing consultant and also I run a digital marketing conference that is called Digital Olympus. So, you can guys go and join our conference. It's 100% uh, free. Uh, and so, well, I mostly deal with uh, PR campaigns, and so I have clients from different niches and industries. But basically, that's what I'm mostly doing. Mm-hmm. And when you when you do these campaigns, what kind of campaigns are that? So it's uh-huh. more related to content because I'm really good in content mm-hmm. marketing. I have regular com- columns on most blogs, such as in journal. And I want to mm-hmm. uh, have like, you know, more blogs where I contribute on a regular basis. That's kind of my, mm-hmm. my goals. And well, actually, mm-hmm. I work right now on a new research for Bassumo blog. And so mm-hmm. that's also related to content marketing. And I really mm-hmm. like, you know, enjoy looking and it might be like working with data, so crunching some numbers and mm-hmm. also trying to find um, some connections between data and some uh, actionable insights that you can align to your business. So something like mm-hmm. that. And that's what I do for my clients because uh, this type of content, it helps them uh, promote their brands and mm-hmm. also connect with influencers. I help uh, them uh, build uh, relationships with them with the help of this content because you can easily involve influencers in this type of uh, researches by simply, mm-hmm. for instance, um, running a survey, which will be a good way of doing it or asking for a co- uh, or um, just uh, putting quotes from them in your content. So depending on what you do, it's, it's pretty easy if you have a really solid and um, well-structured research. Mm-hmm. Wow, that sounds interesting. That's data-driven marketing in its pure form, right? Yes. You create the data, you analyze it, you look for patterns. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm just, you know... Um, just to be fair, here I am not a developer, so I can't make a really um, comprehensive and also mm, complex, uh, I would say, mm-hmm. um, kind of... It's, it's not approaches, but it's more about math, mm-hmm. because I'm yeah, not really yeah. good in that, so I can't, for instance, make um, a very high-level forecasting, but at, at some like you know levels, uh, for instance, when it comes to collecting data, gathering data, I'm really good because I understand how to automate some processes, where to grab some data, and also mm-hmm. um, because uh, I um, contribute to various digital marketing blogs, I also have uh, good relationships with different tools that uh, mm-hmm. will mostly help me. Uh, to build those uh, data sets because without data, without a solid amount of data, it's kind of uh, really, really uh, complex to build something interesting. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know. This is why we combine all those 25 link data sources to make something very useful for our link link audit uh, clients and link building clients of link research tools, which maybe brings me to the next question here. What what do you think uh, do do what, what what role what importance what what weight does search engine optimization or specifically link building or link audits play in the whole digital marketing game that is so much so many different disciplines to to handle um how what do you see in the market trending with Oh, yeah, I see well, basically, I think that the role of SEO is still very very um, I would say like, you know, highly prioritized because I, I hear like some people, they say it's not really important, but in reality, <laughs> it's very important because uh, you can only get from search uh, the stable flow of traffic, which is uh, really important uh, just for, for a business needs, I would say for a business uh, from a business perspective as well. And so if we compare, for instance, um, search traffic with social media traffic, Uh, the huge difference between uh, those two uh, traffic um, channels that if you stop at some point posting on social media, not being proactive there, you're not, not you're not you're not going to get um, visitors from that source, and that's not right. go- what's going to mm-hmm. happen with you this search uh, marketing traffic um, because you just you know to establish kind of a brand, um, develop uh, enough links. Uh, for sure, you need to pub, uh, to publish regularly content, but that's not necessarily means that you need to do it on a daily basis, like posting on social media. Because if you uh, yeah. if you stop posting, you are not getting traffic, which is pretty uh-huh. obvious. Actually, hmm? uh-huh. Uh-huh. actually, it was in Google like that for some years ago or many years ago. I have no idea. There was this idea that you need to blog post, that you need to mm-hmm. publish a new blog post every day, so you get. A freshness ah. boost back uh-huh. let's say in 2005 or so Google was really uh, easy to trick uh-huh. because it gave fresh content a boost <laughs> similar to what you know what Facebook does now with a with a mm. timeline and so there were all kinds of tricks and if you google them I'm sure you find some some moss blog post from 2006 or something else really from that time 10 years ago um, where this freshness factor of freshness query deserves query deserves freshness something that there is even a Mm -hmm. patent about that and that all made sense until it was abused to a way that of course news Mm -hmm. sites started increasing the frequency like you see it on social now it's it's actually similar but i agree that um this is a disbelief a lot yeah like you know a lot of and yeah what i see a lot of businesses sometimes they come to me and we talk about content and they say okay uh, we we are going to get social traffic from this piece which is not um, necessarily uh, i would say a really good investment uh, since uh, mm-hmm. you're not going to get a stable flow of traffic so what i try to do i to think of how we can uh, develop not only piece for for a spike of traffic But so it's going to mm-hmm. receive um, uh, visitors from Google on a daily basis because it's more important rather than giving, I don't know, uh, receiving uh, in one week, it might be like even 10,000 visitors from social media and then having mm-hmm. nothing, <laughs> just nothing. Exactly. Uh, yeah, back to and zero. it's, 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 it's uh, well, it, it, from my perspective, it, it's making more sense to 
uh, have its like you know ranking in Google and receiving traffic on a monthly basis that you can then convert because also social media traffic um it's uh well uh if we talk about this uh, particular service uh it requires more efforts to convert because people uh they are not um, like you know they browse social media and they might click but it doesn't mean that they're really interested in your product they're interested in your content and people that uh let's say search on Google, they have a higher probability to be converted. So there are different uh, levels yeah. of interest as well as uh, interest in your product. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think usually on Facebook, you're just hanging out and keeping up with all the comments and chatting around and you're not necessarily in a buying mood anyways, plus the ads on, on mobile, that's a different thing. But I think what you said also regarding the frequency and the spike of traffic, if you manage to create a masterpiece of content, an evergreen piece of content, like an amazing shareable likable lovable linkable piece of content on your website this will attract of course shares and likes and links and comments and it will be shared you know to facebook and linkedin today and whatever is around in five years that is the next facebook or the next linkedin it will be shared there as well and you own it and the idea of not having this of not investing in something that you own is It's bizarre from my point of view. It's just basically doing something on the short-term side on, on any kind of the paid channels where um, yeah, having their own website is the success of so many businesses for such a long time that I think, yeah, I'm surprised that you confirmed that there are a lot of people assuming that doing something just on one platform is a long-term strategy. I've seen MySpace die. I've seen I've seen GeoCities die. I've seen all these other platforms die. They've they've not been around, and I'm still here and making money with my website that I registered <laughs> in 1999, Camper and and Link Research was later. And and so yeah, I think you're right uh, to recommend that. And how is that taking up? You know, it's a lot of work. Oh, we need to set up hosting, and we need to pay mm -hmm. a website hosting and a WordPress. That's so much work. Do you get complaints uh, well, like that? Basically, for sure, but I don't do SEO as it is because I am mostly on the side of link building. Mm -hmm. And so I built, mm -hmm. uh, let's say, links with the help of content. So we produce those interesting mm -hmm. and insightful mm -hmm. researches mostly. And so they're more mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. likely to be referred to, I would say, because uh, they are, okay. like, you know... Well, people, um, they're mostly referring to something that's um, like not only making sense, but also that, um, like, you know, confirm their their statements, for instance. And if it's statistic, that's really good because it's uh, like, for instance, for instance, when I write content, I really love to refer to something that uh, statistically proves Uh, that what I say uh, is, uh, well, actually, it's a trend, I would say. Uh, so, basically, yeah, it's more about, um, I would say, not about SEO as it is, but about, like, yeah, for sure, I receive a lot of complaints from my clients and from potential clients as well, because they sometimes they don't see a value in, in delivering it in that way, uh, because it requires more time and more effort. But here is the thing mm -hmm. that I found that mm -hmm. in order to mm -hmm. 
let's say, uh, persuade them um, into doing that, uh, and into like you know, uh, feeling that it's really something that they need. Um, uh, I try to analyze their competitive landscape and uh, point out that the domains that are right now appearing um, in uh, search engine results, and for sure not only domains but URLs, uh, by the keyword that they are interested in, they all have enough links. So basically, if they wanted to compete with mm-hmm. those URLs, mm-hmm. so for instance, let's imagine it might be like something, um, I don't know, uh, content marketing for e-commerce or something like that. So you just uh, mm-hmm. look mm-hmm. at what mm-hmm. kind of URLs, um, uh, as well as domains, uh, they appear there. And uh, you can easily say, okay, if we are going to produce uh, a piece uh, about, I don't know, um, content marketing for e-commerce, and not going to think about um, links, then it's not going to appear in Google. So basically, it's going to be a waste of time and resources. Uh, And that's why there is no sense to write um, general content, yeah? Like, I don't know, like 10 tips uh, to do content marketing for e-commerce in the right way in 2017, whatever it is, yeah? which sounds quite familiar, especially for digital mm-hmm. marketers, because we see all those posts um, everywhere and people, yeah, they do yeah. it on a regular basis. Every but the, the problem with all those posts that people don't want to refer and to link to them. So uh, that's why uh, from, I don't know, strategical perspective, those posts, they are useless. Well, I mean, like someday, if you have a very mm-hmm. authoritative domain, let's say, I don't know, let's imagine that it will be mm-hmm. Content Marketing Institute that has thousands, mm-hmm. thousands of links. One day, mm-hmm. this post might appear in Google, but that's yeah. just because yeah. the domain has a lot of, a lot of links. That's not because uh, this post is so good and people were referring to it. That's just because of um, <laughs> internal, uh, so internal link the building. So when they are like, you know, putting links uh, between their pages, that might affect for sure. But more or less, it's not because um, you were able to promote this piece effectively. And so if we talk about uh, smaller domains, I think they're the, the, the main um, kind of my thought about this, that they can't waste their time and money on producing this shitty content because they're losing <laughs> their time and money and they're wasting it and um, no one is going to pay dividends for that and th- it's not going to reach any audience. Mm-hmm. Besides, I don't know, a couple of people on Twitter or something like that, which is not... Um, equal, I would say, to their uh, money that they're well, they're spending on producing this piece. Mm-hmm. I love that word dividends. I think this is the single most important word when you compare organic traffic on something on some content that you build, like putting money in the bank back in the days when you still had dividends or or interest on it versus just spending money on ads and I love uh, I love the the comparison here. Uh, a quick question how do you how do you get this 
content that you build in front of people's eyes? What's your seeding or outreach tricks or, or methods? What do you use or what tip or takeaway can you share? Sure. So I really, so what I found because, um, uh, since I, uh, I have been doing, I have been doing those strategies for quite a long time. I found a couple of, uh, let's say general approaches that, um, really uh, help you speed up all those processes, especially outreach and getting links. So first of all, um, it's better to prepare an audience uh, before you're going to publish a piece. So here I mean like you, for instance, if you're, if you're going to send emails, then I recommend to go to Basumer and find um, uh, similar content to your future print that you've already actually written and uh, you can also look um, in Basumo who refers to uh, similar content. And that's a starting point here. Mm -hmm. uh, and then you can go to tools like, you know, Hunter.io um, and some similar tools. You can find similar tools that, uh, well, actually what they uh, do, mm -hmm. they help you find uh, emails of um, websites uh, of, uh, actually not websites because for websites it's better to use who is but I'm here talking about personal emails so mm -hmm. they help you um, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uncover emails uh, of uh, people who work for a particular company for or just behind a particular website mm -hmm. uh, personal emails here and so basically after this you have a starting mm -hmm. point um, which well which is a starting list of email that you can outreach also, you can do the same in Basuma. You can go and find Twitter users that uh, have ever shared similar content. Uh, well, I would say Twitter is not the same as emails because it's more for, uh, for a hype. It can be used in order to just, you know, streamline the social media spike rather than really acquiring links, but sometimes it helps. Um, it helps. So it really depends on a niche or an industry because mm -hmm. there is no best practices in general uh, because different strategies, they, um, uh, they they are not like, you know, can be applied to all industries. That's what I found as well. And uh, what's also um, I've noted that is pretty good one uh, approach is that you can use closed Facebook groups uh, and LinkedIn groups. But um, that's what uh, mm -hmm. needed to be prepared in advance as well, because you need to apply to those groups and receive a confirmation mm -hmm. to be a part of those groups. And also you need to write mm -hmm. abstracts. Um, so something uh, um, useful before you're going to share a link. So you can't just throw away mm -hmm. your link and say that's it because you're going to be banned. Basically, that's a spammy approach. Mm -hmm. So you need to write yeah, something yeah, really interesting yeah. as an yeah, abstract yeah. of text. And uh, that's time consuming, I would say. Let's imagine mm -hmm. if you want to do like 20 groups, you mm -hmm. need to write 20 um, interesting mm -hmm. abstracts in order to make people uh, right, right. kind of uh, so like, you know, so people will pay attention. To what you're going to share and basically mm -hmm. hmm? but you need to do that ah you need to do that yeah. on emails anyways or do you automate the email sending and the tweeting um, you mean like automating those processes yeah when you outreach via email yeah, I do, it uh, by do you hand. do that by hand um, or, I select, or do you uh, well i try to mm -hmm. 
um, not to go. So there is, well, what I found, you don't need to send a lot of emails. You need to send them effectively. And what I recommend as well here in order to uh, improve uh, the open and response rate of your emails, you can use a combination of social media channels and email. So what you do before you're going to send any email, you go to LinkedIn and connect with those people on LinkedIn. By this, you can increase uh, the response rate by even 20% on average. And that's very effective. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I, I, well, in the majority mm -hmm. of cases, I don't recommend to send standard emails. So it, it's like, you know, you can send mm -hmm. 20 emails, mm -hmm. but be really like, you know, effective in doing that and receive, I don't know, like 10 responses. Or you can send 100 emails and receive also 10 responses, but the quality of those responses. And then the 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 chance that someone will refer to your final piece, it, it's really, mm, let's say, it's, it's varied also from uh, the uh, quality mm -hmm. of your communication. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's some, some really valuable insight. I mean, this warming up on social makes so much yeah. sense because they already saw your name, they saw your face, and uh, you just stick out of the inbox by then, the, the moment you send them the email. Uh, and I think... Uh, you could take this further and actually comment on their blog if they have one yeah. or even engage on their timeline, them, right? For instance, if they post something works. nice and I... Mm -hmm. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah the, the me, on like, all these ones. features Some of, people of ask me what they, they, they I, uh, uh, <laughs> I wanted them to endorse and I was like, uh, what? <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> what? <laughs> really? <laughs> <laughs> this is what I mean, like, you know, uh, it, it, I, I don't know yeah. because, uh, well, uh, huh? I don't use LinkedIn in order to justify whether a particular person really um, has uh, those mm -hmm. uh, scope of skills, yeah, but by, by, by looking skills. at what uh, yeah, random yeah. people were endorsing, because I look mostly at um, the history of uh, his uh, previous positions <laughs> and companies, which, which really makes sense mm -hmm. rather than random mm -hmm. endorsement. Mm -hmm. <laughs> because if you like, you know, <laughs> I, I think that might be quite yeah. funny if like, you know, take around 10,000 random profiles. And uh -huh. Uh -huh. Right, right. Mm -hmm. um, thank you. Thank you very much, Alex. Is there anything like a last takeaway or a goodbye that you want to say to our audience before we wave goodbye until the end of the uh, interview and say... Thank you very much for having me and uh, hope you can find um, some interesting ideas um, in, in like, you know, in different approaches that, that I've shared with you. Thank you. Oh, thank you very much, Alex. I think you shared wonderful tips and some of them are gold and are classics and some of them are actually really, really new and great to try. So I think there's a lot of value for all the listeners. Thank you very much again for being on the Link Building and SEO podcast of Link Research Tools. And my name is Christoph Kemper. Uh, we talk with Alex Tachalova and thank you very much. Have a wonderful day. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. <laughs>